Hey there, thoughtful listener. This is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. I'm so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free. No credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. We're also actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast, the one you're listening to. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now let's get on with the show. With us right now, Chris Carr. Chris, you're the founder and CEO of Ferrotech Digital Marketing Agency. You were found on the web at ferrotech.com. Chris, thank you for joining us. Hey, thank you for having me. This is great. Yeah, so high level, go ahead and explain what, what Ferrotech does. You guys are based in the Philly area, is that right? Yeah, yeah, we're just we're 20 minutes outside of Philadelphia. Uh, we are a digital marketing agency that focuses on lead generation, lead nurturing, and conversion. Uh, and we, um, give me one second. I want to make sure my TV is off behind me. Um, we basically try to help companies develop marketing systems as opposed to independent solutions. So you might think, oh, I need to grow my business. So I need to be on the first page of Google. And then, or you might say social media, or you might say paid ads and all of those platforms, while they're amazing, um, you don't own any of those platforms. And we talk about, I, I just literally wrote an article for Forbes and we talked about building your house on sand and the, the idea, the complexity of this is that you're one algorithm change away from kind of losing everything you have. It happens to JC Penney, yeah. it happens to big companies. Oh, you better believe it. I think anyone who's been in business yep. for any length of time has been burned by a platform. I remember, you know, all of the effort with my other company we put into Facebook and then all of a sudden the reach on the organic reach on Facebook went from like, you know, we were getting like a thousand plus, you know, engagements on each post to all yep. of a sudden down to like 30. And we're yep. like, yep. well, you yep. know, and, and, but Facebook is like, ah, you, you know, you keep giving us money and we'll let you, I'm like, yeah, no, no. As if to me, it feels like, uh, I don't know. Once bitten, twice shy, right? It's like, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm not even yeah. want to give you money now. <laughs> I, I, I get it. I get it. So, you know, we, we build systems that are, are, that we kind of diversify that. So it's a comprehensive system. So that if one platform kind of does that to you, um, or you need to double down in a certain area, you don't have to start out from scratch. And so um, a lot of the power of that is just making sure that all of the systems working in synergy. So uh, it's been great. We've been doing it about 20 years, got about 96% retention rate on our clients. Yeah. Um, so it's been wonderful. Yeah. So talk to me about, you know, obviously if you've been doing this for any length of time, you've seen a lot of evolution and of course, you know, platforms kind of raise lower, Google changes their algorithm. So you know, here we are talking, you know, getting toward the, you know, the latter half for sure of, uh, of the year in 2021. What, um, you know, what's, what's big right now, or, or if you were to break out the crystal ball and say, you know what, for the next year, here is where I would recommend you kind of put your attention and put your focus. Well, I mean, I think I'll give you two different things. One, there's two things trending right now. Well, the one thing that's trending is that, uh, you wake up one day and then Apple, um, puts out this big update to the iOS for privacy and yeah. you think, Oh my goodness, that is amazing. Right. Where privacy is so wonderful and amazing. Right. But that's the same company that you literally walked around the building for. You stayed, you know what I mean? Like you literally camped out for the most intuitive phone in the world. And what they're not telling you is, is that when you change your privacy 
that phone becomes less intuitive. So if I'm looking for a washing machine, I'm going to see ads for lawnmowers, yeah. stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like that is what was happening is our phone. We were, they were tracking us, but they were making us smarter in some ways too. And so while it's amazing to have all these privacy things, our, our, our device became stupider, but we don't, we didn't realize it. And so I'm, I was, I felt like it was a very heavy handed approach to this. I mm, think they could have yeah. eased, their, eased their way into this. And so if you own a business and you really needed to know lead intelligence and you wanted to remarket, which means keep your ad in front of people that's over and over and over again, while at times you think it's creepy, other times it's also the way to stay top of mind. Yeah. All, that is gone for, you know, almost 60% of the mobile phones that are out, out there. Yeah. And so you have to adjust. And if you, if you don't wake up one day, if you don't think that you're going to wake up one day and, and, and the pieces have moved without your control or say so, you're crazy. I've been around this. I've, I've been doing this for 20 years. It, it happens every three to five years. Yeah, right, yeah. right. So, and so where, where do we want to be then? So for skating to where the puck is going to be, yeah, <laughs> where, where do we want to be skating you're, to then? You're not kidding. Well, I think that one of the things that you want to be able to do is, I know this sounds really crazy, but and people don't believe me, but you have to understand that let's pretend it's just your website or your marketing approach. What I want to be able to do is I want to make the most useful platform possible so that people come to my, my website and they say, you know what? I understand what they do, who they serve, and how I can benefit in eight seconds or less. And then I want to be able to build a system that can do what something I call quasi, which is questions with answers and simple information, which basically mm -hmm. means... I've got a question. I've got a problem. My website or my customer service or my marketing automation is going to be able to answer that problem with a brief set of answers and a longer set of answers so that you have good information that comes from this exchange. You'd be shocked at how many websites you look at by big companies and you're like, I don't even know what they do. It's yeah. just, you know what I mean? It just happens, you know? And um, I think that any good brand is going to try to dumb down their information rather than make it more complex because we have like these, we don't want to build the burn these mental calories to try to figure out who you are and what you do. Now, once you get your message down, you have to build a system around your marketing. That's going to systematically engage people, lead score them to understand how engaged they really are mm -hmm. and communicate to them in a way that's not too salesy, but allows them if they are want, if they want your products and services, right? That they get the information they need, because if they don't, they will go elsewhere. Yeah. So, so that sounds great. And I, and I think everyone's got, yeah, everyone's probably nodding along and like, yeah, okay, yeah. Chris, I, I'm with you. I'm convinced. How do we do, how do we do something like that? Yeah. And, well, and again, there may be someone that's listening. That's like, listen, they've got the budget. They're ready for you like that. And then there are other people like, well, I'm not quite at the ferrotech level. Uh, what yep. can I be doing right now so that I could put myself in a much better position for the future? Yep. Um, you know, businesses that work with us, we do something very distinct that most providers don't do. And what happens here is, is that we joke around. If you went to a cardiologist, if you went to your, your family doctor and you walk in there and he says, Hey, you know what? You'd be, you would be a Josh, you'd be a perfect candidate for heart surgery. Mm. You'd be like, what are you talking about? You haven't taken a test. You haven't done any of that stuff. I've been in here, your office for like five minutes. And now you're saying heart surgery. That's a big decision. That's like ludicrous, right? You would never do that. But you know what you could do is you could come to a marketing company and you could say, Chris, this is my problems. I'm not getting enough sales and I'm not getting enough leads. 
and I'm not getting all this stuff and I need your help. And I'm going to be like, oh, wow. And I'm going to call up a piece of software and I'm going to say, oh, I agree with you. Give me a moment. I'm going to write you a proposal for $100,000. And based upon two dates, maybe two hours of our time, you are literally going to be you know, connected to me for the next year based upon two hours of research. So what we do, <laughs> this is a gap assessment, like literally. Yeah. Is this an audio podcast or a video podcast? It's video, Both. Right? Yes. Oh, okay. If you want to see the video and he's like, what's he talking about? What's, I don't know. I can't, I can't see what he's saying. Um, you could go to youtube.com slash up my influence and there'll be a video there. So you can see, but yeah, Chris, what yeah. were you holding up there? I mean, this is our gap assessment. This is a, Whoa, that's a book, my brother. Yeah, that's a 10 week deep dive, but that's going to be our roadmap for the next three to five years. I'm going to look wow. at everything we do is about data making data-driven decisions about your marketing so that we're not based upon hunches and trends. We're literally looking at the roadmap we need to do. We're going to tighten all the screws and we're going to systematically 5X to 10X your business with through lead generation, nurturing, and, and conversion. And so it's, it's not so much about, what do you call it? Like, I mean, it is creativity, but it's, it's literally looking at your numbers and working backwards on how to get there. So it's, it's as much math as it is, you know, it's as much science as it is art. Mm. Yeah. Let's, so let's talk about that. Um, so um, in terms of when you say there's an art to, you know, marketing systems, what, what do you mean by that? Well, you know, let's say hypothetically, I say it's an art and a science. So what I mean by that is, is that I can have the most incredibly intelligent argument about why you should buy my product. But if it literally looks like just a wall of words on a page and there's yeah. no appeal and I haven't humanized, I haven't made you feel an emotional, you know, uh, anything emotional about my brand, you might actually go somewhere else, a less qualified candidate, because I literally haven't moved the needle on the impulse of, oh, I want to buy that. Now, on the other hand, if I make something very, very cool, and I see this all the time, very cool website. And again, I don't know what they do, why they, why they do it, why they bring value or how their pricing even works. If they haven't done that, that's the other problem. So the art and science are marrying something very aesthetically cool, <laughs> awesome, mm -hmm. that they, people gravitate towards, but with the meat behind it to clearly explain your message and your vision and why you should buy. I find that most marketing companies can do one or the other. Very few companies can do mm. both. Mm. Yeah. Um, on the topic of, you know, obviously when you're doing a gap assessment and I think, you know, a lot of companies, my suspicion is probably the number one complaint or the number one thing they're saying is that we need more leads. We just, we just need more, we just need more bodies coming through the front door or, you know, through the top of the funnel. What do you see working really well right now for, you know, the, just the lead gen side yeah. of things, that initial awareness, discovery, you know, kind of like, ah, oh, you know, that, that, that side of the very top of the funnel. Yep. Well, I mean, I think I got to know what your budget is. What I mean by that is just that. <laughs> <laughs> If an answer, because yeah. <laughs> I, because I can give you 10 different answers depending yeah. on <laughs> how much, how much you got. The quickest way is paid ads. It's the most yeah. expensive way by 90 to 80%, you know, maybe 80 to 90%. It's very, it can be very expensive, but it can get you there significantly faster. Mm. But if that's the fastest way, the wisest way is to know that your content, your marketing is an annuity. And so the more you dump into content marketing, into inbound marketing, 
to get people to come to you and find your argument, you know, find your argument, find your website and your brand. Everything that you write from an SEO perspective should be like an annuity in the fact that it's going to compound and it's going to serve yeah. month after month. It's not budget dependent. What I try to say is, you know what? Rome wasn't built in a day, so you can't wait forever to get these leads, but is really paying for them the most expensive, the best way to do it. And so what I do is, is I, I try to say, hey, let's pay first. And as we start to increase SEO, we might bring paid down. So you're kind of like playing with this thing so that you're going to, it's going to be a little bit more expensive up front, but that's going to build the leads and that's going to give us time to rank. Yeah. Um, Chris, uh, in terms of um, content, like what yep. is there, you know, is it just, well, I'm just going to write, you know, 2000 word blog posts, or is there any guidance on that that you've seen that yep. in terms of like, listen, if you're going to do this, here's, here's what I'd recommend. Mm-hmm. Uh, we try to, there's a book called story brand by Donald Miller. Not sure yeah. you've heard of that. So we really try to develop something we call like the hero's journey. And yeah. so what we try to do is our mind, we have massive ADD and our mind is willing to bounce at any moment. But if you can engage someone in a story, our brain, our brains have heard so many stories and watched so many movies Right, that we are literally in a spot where our brain will will just follow that groove, and so if you write content correctly, mm-hmm. you are gonna basically figure out the parts of story that are gonna fit into your brand, and we're gonna tell it in a way to keep people hooked. I try to also tell it and have a piece of bite sized video on every page. It's gonna keep them on the page longer. It's gonna develop that emotional connection. Some people gravitate towards video. That's me. Other people like to read. That's not me. Mm. <laughs> um, and so when we develop content, what we try to do is we try to tell a great story and we try to do something that we call PPPO. We're going to empathize and know their pain. We want to make a really good promise. We want to have proof that this is not our first rodeo, that you as a company have succeeded for so many other clients. And O is the opportunity. And the opportunity of what I'm saying here is not, okay, great, buy now. That's, not, <laughs> that's never what it is. It's like that first step of finding more information. Yeah. And if you can if you can look at your content and know that I've covered those four pillars, nine times out of 10, you're going to do really well. Marry that with some SEO optimization and that that's kind of the secret sauce. Uh, I have my own suspicions. Where do you think people mess up number four? <laughs> uh, I, know. I know I've got my answer, but I'd love to hear it from you. Yeah. So we have a town, we're from Philadelphia. There's a town right on the beach called Wildwood. And- if you walk in Wildwood, they have all these like t-shirt shops and literally you can't walk too close to the shops because the salespeople are there literally grabbing you in to try to get you to buy one of the t-shirts that you don't want. It's a yeah. very salesy, oh. grimy thing. Yeah. And we're like, oh, Wildwood. Oh, we never do that. And yep. Then, we've got that. We, it's it's called Florida Mall here. <laughs> is that right? <laughs> yeah. When yeah. you go to Florida, it's just, just yep. in and I mean, just lined with kiosks up and down the middle yeah. of the, yeah. Yep. And it's just a it's spraying perfume at you. Like, hey, you need a cell phone battery. Yep. And, no, no, I'm I'm good. I, I, I see what you got. I would have, I would have walked up in and yep. asked you if I needed one. So. And we find it so repulsive. And then when it's our turn, we do the same thing online. Uh, yep. 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 Yeah. It just happens. You know, um, I, you know, it's, it's, it really is. It's like going on a bad date too. It's like, yeah. you know, especially, and here's the thing, Chris, I think that it's, if, if I start off the relationship and it's good, 
right? Like, oh yeah, I like the, you know, thanks for the info. Oh yeah, like, oh yeah, you seem like a really cool person. And then it goes real pushy or real slimy too fast. It's mm-hmm. like, it's so disappointing. Yeah. It, it, it's like, man, I thought we had something here. No. That's too bad. So we have to, yeah, marketers, we have to resist our, our own best intentions. I know you want to make that money, right? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> but, Gary Vee says marketers ruin everything. He's not wrong. Uh, yeah, right. You exactly. I mean? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I, I think if you can't be genuine, right? Like, I think you're almost in the wrong business. What I mean by that is, is that, well, I'm fortunate enough that I've, I not only work in a business where there's more clients and more potential like jobs than there are time. Um, you know, I'm not saying that like literally I'm the richest man on the planet, but what I am saying is, is that if I wanted to hunt to get more work, it's not a massive lift for me to go find it. Cause there's so many companies that need marketing. They need sales. They need all this mm-hmm. stuff mm-hmm. and it allows me to not be desperate. I think, yes. desperate, you can, I think you can smell desperation. Oh. Oh yeah. Aaron, and listen, you can't fool audiences. You can't fool somebody on the other side of a zoom call. You get like, yeah. we know if you need that sale, Oh, we can tell. I know. <laughs> and if you need that sale and we can tell, we're probably going to feel like, Oh wait, Oh, why do you need me so much? It's like, then we kind of back off or whatever. So, yeah, I, I, I say to my team, so, you know, I have about 20 full-time guys and then I, I with contractors we're about at 50 and, and every time, I make a sale. I say, good news, bad news. And the good news is we just made a sale. And the bad news is we just made a sale. And what I mean by that is, is that it's, it's going to be more work for the team. Here's the, here's the very weird thing is, is that I haven't needed a sale in three years. And because I don't need it, it just keeps raining. <laughs> if I had built a massive wing on my building and now I have to justify that with sales, my mm. sales would plummet. Yeah, right. About, yeah, exactly. You know, it's crazy. But it's just <laughs> like, it's just like why like married men get hit on all the time. Uh, not me. I don't, I don't run into that problem. No, no, I don't know. No, no, not me either. No. <laughs> this is knowledge. <laughs> right? right. Or just but, in but, high school. But, but there it absolutely right? is. So I, I, it, and even if it's not, and I'll tell you this, like, so even if it's not, and I've noticed this, um, and even if it's not like being, hit on it's it's a comfortableness yeah. in I, I feel safe and talk it you're married but you're off the radar whatever you're probably not going to hit on me so i feel safer in, you know engaging there yep. so i'm just observationally just sharing what i know what we've I noticed know. but it's the same thing in sales yep. right it is it is you yeah so you're if i'm networking I I get creeped out yeah yeah so if i'm now if you know you're talking with someone this is why for example like um you know, I know like if I go to an event and I'm networking with the other speakers, we're just talking, whatever, like, tell me what you, oh yeah, cool, cool, cool. You know, it's like, everyone's relaxed. Like I don't need to make this sale. And and then, but then the inevitable question is like, well, maybe let's chat and maybe see if there is something we should be doing or yeah. something like that. And, and it's really important. Like when you make that ask, like if you are going to do that, like shrug your shoulders, maybe, yeah, maybe not, you know, I, I, fine yeah. either way. Right. And, and that, that that's a good vibe. And that is almost always historically that, that when I go to an event, I, I sell way more in the green room and in the speaker mixers and stuff than I do on the stage. I mean, but that's just me personally. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I had a, I had a sales guy that we've hired. It took me 13 years to hire him and he came in, <laughs> we were selling really well. And he's like, for God's sake, will you stop doing the demo? And I'm like, how am I going to stop doing the demo? They're never going to buy. Uh, and he's like, it's like, when you do that, the toothpaste is already out of the tube, dude. 
Mm. It's like, I can't find the problems out because you're in like, you know what I can do for you? You know what I can do for you? You know what I can do for you? And like, I didn't even know I'm doing it. I thought like, you know what I mean? Mm. But he's just like, you got to listen. You know what I mean? Like, and I know that sounds really dumb. I'm, I'm talking about like genuinely care to listen mm-hmm. because they will, clients will self-expose their pain in ways that it's going to give you so much information, so much firepower to sell them if you don't vomit on them first. Mm. Man, you know, I say I know this stuff and I can tell yeah. you, I screw up there, you yeah, know, because I get excited and I think it's, you know, I get excited about how I can, you know, I start to learn a little bit of like, you know, what their need or pain point is. And then I, you know, I'm the idea guy and I'm like, I can fix that problem, you know, and then, you know, but yeah. Um, listen, Chris, um, this has been an awesome conversation. Your website is ferrotech.com, F-A-R-O tech. Dot com. When someone goes there, what should they click on? How do they kind of take the next step in the relationship with you? I would say just go to our contact us. Um, one of the things that we try to do, it's very important, is, is that if you ever talk to us, we are not going to sell you on the first call or anything like that. I can't. I don't even give you a proposal because remember, I don't give you a proposal until I've done something like this. Hmm. All right. Like I got. I literally have to make a book for you to show you the data of why you need marketing and how you need marketing. So if you do a contact us, what you're going to get is you're going to get a free hour of our time where we're going to show you the low-hanging fruit of what you need to do. If you do it yourself, great. I'm glad we could help out. If you need professional help, we're there for you as well. If it's a great fit and we feel the synergy, I'd love to have you as a partner. But it's from like, you know, if you're coming to this podcast, it's worth an hour of your time just to even just get an analysis. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Chris Carr ferrotech.com. Chris, thank you so much. It's been a great conversation. Thanks so much for being a guest. Awesome. All right. Thanks again. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, we have an audience of over 120,000 that we would love to promote your story to. Please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. I'm also so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free, no credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. What do you win? Well, we will promote you and retweet you and re-share you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans totally free. Can you also hook us up in your podcast player right now? please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. And we promise to read it all and take action. Thank you if you've done this already. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, please hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 to 20 minutes a day. 
My name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.